Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Hard Truth, where I'm delighted to be joined by my friend, Alana Mercer. Hi, Alana. Hi, my best friend, David Vance. Good to it's, see you. It's been a long you, while. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a bit. Time goes by so quickly, Alana, as we all know, and uh, it's great that this is the first Hard Truth of, uh, of 2024. And uh, my goodness, you know, um, well, there's always so much to cover and we've got a, a big topic to tackle this evening. But just before we get to that uh, event, uh, that uh, conversation, I just want to flag up very, very quickly the fact that, as you know, Alana, uh, mm -hmm. I've started to put on live events, uh, most of which, well, the, the, the last one was in London. And the one I'm going to just bring up on screen now is happening in London, 1st of March. I'm joined with Mr. by Mr. Lawrence Fox famous actor, the Fox acting dynasty, and also, of course, uh, leader of the Reclaim Party here in the UK, and uh, a really interesting guy. And then Father Calvin Robinson, another interesting uh, person, uh, who is both of whom, um, Calvin and Lawrence, both presented TV shows, Alana, here in the UK, and both of them were cancelled last year. They were both removed really? oh. for, for daring to... To, do, to say things like like you and I would say, you know. So I thought it'd be great to get these guys together, to get, get them together on stage in the UK and London and people come along and, you know. Do, do they do those marvellous um, series on any one of them on the BritBox, the wonderful um, Line of Duty, uh, some amazing series you have coming out of England. Do they do any of those? Act, do yeah, they act I, th I think Lauren Fox has appeared. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he has been in several TV documentaries. I also think he's oh, been... documentaries. Oh. Uh, you know, like a crime series and stuff like that. And yes. I, think, I think he's been in movies as well. I mean, his father is, uh, I think, Edward Fox, who's been in many, many big movies. So um, he comes from an acting background. and uh, um, But he's a good guy. He's a really good guy. And he, he, he says the unthinkable... And he challenges a lot of orthodoxy. But both he and Calvin were both uh, punished in 2023. So March 2024, they're going to be on stage with myself and a, a colleague. And we're going to have a great night of conversation. So anybody watching this, if you're going to be in London town, come along. First of March, bring a stab vest because it's London after all, Alana. <laughs> Oh, no. uh, so uh, bring a stab vest, but I can assure you uh, that on the night uh, everything will be pleasant and very nice. It's a lovely venue we've got, uh, and uh, it should be good fun. Right? Okay, I've got the. Oh, sorry, I got the sorry for that, Alana, but I wanted to get that out of the way because these events are, you know, it, it, we talk a lot, you and I, about you know the freedom to to, to talk about things, freedom of speech, and in some ways, you know, it, it's not getting easier; it's getting harder and harder because. Um, if you step outside the Overton window, which you do, and I can't help but do, um, then, you know, the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune are, are somewhat directed upon us. David, um, you, you have, the, um, you have the, the speech police. You can actually get prosecuted. You know, here, it's, yeah, we still have our amendment, you know, our uh, constitution that, that yes. allows us some freedom. But, of course... Um, I'm, I'm going to be publishing a book about deep tech, deep pharma, and the aberrant economy in a few weeks. And um, th those huge, mm. as big as states, you know, as, as big as five or six states combined in terms of wealth, when they cancel you out, 
There um, there's, there's no there's no way back. So well, freedom you, is everything. You know, Alana, I did a I did a podcast recently with Naomi Wolf. She made the same point that you made that at least in the states you've got your your, your First Amendment and, yes. and, and and what we don't. And and she was concerned because she viewed like Europe. European as Europe as a whole, not just the UK and Ireland, but fundamentally this area, this this part of the continent, as a kind of centre of enlightenment and so on and so forth. And her view was that, and well, it was my view actually, that this may be where enlightenment was born, but Alana, it may be where enlightenment is buried because of deep tech and 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 the whole sort of, you know, almost fascist-style governments that we have. Operating. Yes, and also, also uh, tribunals, state state um, uh, tribunals that police speech and can put you in yep. jail for, for words you say, for things that waft out of your mouth and yep. harbored yep. in your mind, you know. And yep. we should be free. Freedom of speech means um, the Nazi salute, do it if you want, Buy a flag and burn it. That's yep. why the, the, the topic we're going to seg, yes. seg into. I mean, when Palestinians had an Israeli flag on a pickup that they owned, uh, they were burning it. Not nice, rude, unpleasant. But they had the right to do that. That's freedom of speech. Yeah. Right? And that's one of the fundamental things that you and I are absolutely united on. Pe people have the have a right. To, to, to say things that might be offensive, nasty, um, hateful even. I don't care. I, I, I'm big enough to accept it all because I recognize, yeah. Alana, if I start to limit their speech, then someone's going to limit my speech. So honestly, yeah. unless it's incitement to murder or something grotesque like that, which would we be do have We do have laws against that. We have laws. Yeah. We, have, yeah. we do have laws against that yeah. fire yeah. In, a, in a theater, but I'm mm. even... You know, I'm for unfettered speech, absolutely. And it's interesting, you always we always bounce off each other because we think alike. You yeah. mentioned the Enlightenment and this this essay I want this purge, this intellectual and moral and philosophical purge that I underwent about Israel. Um it's interesting that you bring up the Enlightenment, but because one of my points in it was that the, the, the current, what I call the Jewish Taliban, is not the Israel under which I grew up as, as a young person. I grew up in Israel, and I placed the influence, the early influence in Israel was of the founding generation, which was old left, coming out of the Jewish uh, Enlightenment, many of them German, uh, very strong influence was the Germanic Jews. And I, I meticulously, you know, being fluent, unlike Ben Shapiro, being actually fluent in Hebrew, <laughs> he says he knows Hebrew, yeah, right. Um, you know, I, I was very meticulous about documenting everything in Hebrew as well in this essay. Haskalah is the word we use for enlightenment in, in Hebrew. And those, those people, raised us and we had no religion in school when i was growing up you could go to a religious um jewish school but most of the state schools were absolutely a religious and i don't remember ever hearing what has been mainstreamed in israel which is uh something you would find in the madrasa you know ethnocidal genocidal talk i didn't go, not grow up like that in israel the, the, one of the reasons I was so keen for us to get together and have this conversation, and we will focus 
on 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 what you've written, what, as you say that that um, sort of purge of your system. You see, and, and obviously, what we're talking about, folks, is we're going to talk about the whole Israel Gaza situation. And Alana, we we first tackled this uh, back in October. Very shortly thereafter, the, the initial October 7th event, we talked about it then. We revisited the story then about a month after that or so. And, and uh, you know, and now we're returning to it because I, I think there's a lot of things. There's so much to discuss in this one. There really, really is. And, uh, I mean, if we can just bring up, Alana, uh, just let's bring up your, um, your kind of, uh, uh, yeah, fundamental uh, article. Um, which and I just want to bring up, there's a few things at the very top of it, which I've talked about here. Yeah, I, I mean, on, honestly, Lana, I'm not just saying this because you're in, on your own, but some of the way, some of the, the things that you say, I mean, they're, they're really quite profound. And, and I mean, I've been called a Zionist shell. I've been called all kinds of names because I don't necessarily go as far as you. But you're in a position to go as far as that you want, basically. And as you say in this here, we'll just start at the top of the thing, is that, you know, the Israel, you say here, of your formative years, it wasn't an Eden, but it wasn't a terrorist state. So let's, and Jewish supremacism, supremacism like American exceptionalism, driving the U.S. foreign policy, breeds barbarism. I mean, those are big words. And... Um, I don't know that there's any other commentator coming from your perspective saying those things, which is one of the things I love about you. David, now, now, Con Inc., I actually thought I was quite secure with Conservative Inc., American Conservative. Be nice to me. They published, uh, you know, my, my uh, outlets published everything I wrote about uh, Genghis Bush during the Iraq war, the same principles I applied. Um, yep. To, to Bush with no uh, fear or favor, and nobody would touch Israel. I was told in no uncertain um, terms, yep. don't bring this to us. Before going going into this, how do you explain that? The utter, um, you know, protective patina on the Jewish state, refusal to so much as as crit criticize or, or bring up these very relevant is issues, mass murder, mass murder. Yeah. And and David, like you, I, I'm a, a Zionist. Was. Yes. Was. Yes. Because well, I, will never, yeah. I will never again after this, I don't think, if if something's unfair, of course I'm going to say it, just like you, but, but I will never again defend uh, Israel. Sorry, it, it, that's why this this four thousand uh, word essay was such a huge purge. It was terribly painful. Yeah, well, I, Alana, I've read the whole essay uh, several times now. Thanks. Thanks. And, and, yeah, but I totally get what you're saying. It it feels like you are articulating some very uh, deep seated and and meaningful um, emotions and and, and and opinion, which kind of goes against the well I mean you mentioned Ben Shapiro and people like that I mean uh, we, we have these people individuals who basically seem to be quite happy quite honestly for Gaza to be wiped off the face of this the is, earth. this is the majority I mean never mind Ben Shapiro he's just just you know an Israel first I don't know how he's risen to such prominence his main I always Listen, because because I was on World Net Daily, and then he got syndicated and came on, and I I'd, I'd observe closely. Where's the profundity? Where's this? Where's... 
fast talking, high IQ probably. I haven't seen much profundity uh, other, other than, you know, secondhand, um, you know, opinion. Um, but what about Sahizi so material? I will commend uh, Candace Owens for, for, for yes. yeah. inching towards truth. Um, mm. but, but, but what about, you know, ethnocide, even genocidal uh, expression being mainstreamed in Israel? That's one of the things that I, I think I bring critical mass uh, evidence in, in this, this yep. column. Not only uh, prominent uh, opinionators, but but uh, government officials mocking and and out out um, outright speaking about evacuating um, the people of Gaza. In fact, I, I link yeah. to and highlight a policy paper that talks about tent cities, Arehu um, Alim in Hebrew, tent cities. We're going to create tent cities. This is a government policy paper. Then there is another ten cities for two million uh, people in Gaza City. That's an evacuation. That's ethnic cleansing. Um, then there are other, in, you know, very many. Not only has it been mainstreamed. Most of the Israelis. I looked for opinion poll, David, and as you know, Google, you know, just comes down like an iron curtain. Oh, yeah. You know, and and it yeah. it just directs all your searches, but to the extent that you can uh, find out public opinion in Israel about Gaza. So you find out that, understandably, most Israelis are for eliminating Hamas. Perfectly understandable and, and um, mm -hmm. retaliation. Absolutely understandable. You and I agreed on that. But when you... And another poll shows that 83% of Israelis um, would support the voluntary... Um, out-migration or, or immigration of Gazans elsewhere. Now, 83% yeah. of Israelis, this was a, uh, a representative sample, now nothing that has befallen Gazans, Gazans heretofore has been voluntary. Mm. And, and mm. this was, was a, a sincere sentiment by, by most Israelis. This is not Israel that I grew up in. And then there were other government, um, top government officials. There was one gripping sarcasm saying one of the, the ministers in the cabinet saying, um, please, any country that wants to, to take the Gazans in, please drop me an email. You know, <laughs> such dripping contempt for the 300 people a day being slaughtered, being killed. Mm. 300 people mm. a day. I think so far it's about 25,000 that we know of. Um, yes. eradication. Yeah, go ahead. Lord, Lord, just, just a slight pushback on that. The 24,000, I mean, look, again, we're, we're in agreement in so much. Every life is sacred. Every Palestinian life is worth as much as every Israeli life. It's a thing. But whenever, the, you know, whenever we get these numbers like 24,000, that's from the Hamas... Um, Health industry or whatever, uh, uh, ministry, and and like has no have, have there been no Hamas deaths? I think there have. Thought, well, yeah, but, but the the yeah the uh, proportion is very small uh, deaths. I think it's uh, very uh, the proportion of civilian to Hamas deaths, and of course the IDF doesn't know what it's doing. I mean, anyone who says this is an organized operation and they're moving from this stage to that stage, they don't know what they're doing. I mean, mm. it took them mm. nine hours. They were an army 
positioned behind the civilians when when an army should be bef- ahead of the, in front of the civilians. And it took them, I don't think it takes nine hours to cross Israel from the north to the south. It took them nine hours to get to those pe- desperate people on in October 7. And when they got there, there was, oh, there was helicopter hellfire. There was a lot of destruction. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm. now, now about the you say I, I agree with you that one should question and I do in this um, epic uh, essay I do agree uh, deal quite in detail with the legitimacy of the sources. Now Haaretz is one of is Israel's paper of yeah. record. You know as yeah. I as I also uh, tell in the in the essay when I was growing up before um, you know the gambler from. Las Vegas and all the American Jews infiltrated Israel because I call Israel little uh, America on the Mediterranean. Before that, um, I grew up with Haaretz being the most intellectual, the most um, accurate newspaper. And after it was Yidiot and Mariv were sort of broadsheets, not not very good newspapers. Now, Haaretz is being reported is is pro-war. It's pro the operation in Gaza. Haaretz is completely has become far less uh, controversial and center. It was center left when I was growing up. Now it's become, I would say, it's neoconservative. Everything the world's been flattened by neoconservatism. So Haaretz has been reporting these numbers um, via Hamas, and yeah. every single human rights. Um, entity, some you would recognize, others you would be a little bit uh, skeptical about. Every single human rights entity and people in there have said these are not accurate from minute to minute or from day to day, but broadly accurate. And so I'm happy with them. Then then there is believe your lying eyes. Do you remember that Chris Pryor skit? I Mm -hmm. wish we had that. You know, he walk. His wife walks on him. He's he, Chris Pryor is one of our famous uh, comedians. Very funny, politically incorrect. Definitely been banned. So his wife walks on him cheating, and he says to her, "Who are you going to believe? You know, me or your lying eyes? I'm telling you, I'm yeah. not cheating." Yeah. You know, it's the same. It's the same. Believe your lying eyes. You can. When when these um, we were not able to get satellite imagery from Gaza, then many um, because of the NSA and, and all kinds of in prohibitions um, that the United States has has placed on actually broadcasting the truth. So other scientists, um, RF scientists, I guess, radar uh, developed imagery from space. The place is charred. Seventy percent of the infrastructure mm-hmm. is gone. Mm. Sewerage is gone, water pipes are gone, hospitals are gone, no potable water, no communications, Byzantine churches and mosques gone. They've begun digging up graves now. So we have so many sources of information um, saying that broadly this is a very reasonable number and we haven't even counted people buried beneath the rubble. So I'm, I, I think that there's a sort of Holocaust denial that's been developing. I agree, Hamas is is uh, should be queried, but I think there's so many other other things and other sources that have backed up this number. There there are not a few thousand dead. Gaza's gone. Seventy percent of the infrastructure is gone. Never to irreparably so. It will I'm, never I'm, be. 
Hi, and Alana, well, one of the things that I found really strange was that Israel told the Gazans to get the hell out of Gaza City and go to the south of Gaza. And then once they went to the south of Gaza, then what did Israel do? It then started bombing them to yes. hell in the south of Gaza. So I find that very troublesome because, you know, like, like how, how can that be justified? I, I, I find that... Well, oh, that, that, this is what uh, builds up this whole lying eyes theme. Believe your lying eyes. Oh, mm. well, don't believe Hamas. Well, I believe my lying eyes. You know, this whole thing builds up to something very, very sinister. You know me, I'm, mm. you know, I know you're, you're more open um, to conspiracy than I because yep. one has justification. I am completely, my brain doesn't go there. But mm. adding up all these dots, connecting government policy, connecting imagery from space, connecting the the, the facts mm. that seventy percent of the infrastructure is gone, the two, two yep. million people have have no homes, no homes, two million people. The, so what? Two million point two in Gaza. So the two hundred thousand people left with homes. <laughs> well, see, see, what one of the, the critical things... critical mass data that tells us, yeah, uh, what's yeah, happening. I'm... And I don't dispute any of that. In fact, one of the things that also deeply concerns me is one of the, at least one person in the Israeli government was suggesting, well, what, what the Gazans need to do is they need to get out of Gaza and come to Europe. And I'm saying, I don't want, no, no, not one. Europe's full. We have enough. Thanks. No, thank you. But it's very disturbing that the Israeli government seems to be driving more what yes. I would consider to be unwanted and arguably illegal migration into Europe. So and that, that, that's exactly. That's such a good point you bring up because and look how Netanyahu has snubbed Biden. Now Biden is disgusting, of course. Yeah. yeah. But we 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 taxpayers are funding the Republicans have recently some Republicans come out and no, we don't want breakfast in schools for hungry American kids, but we want to bomb. We want to pay to bomb Gaza's babies. So Netanyahu yeah. has just said, you know, basically go fuck yourself, uh, America. We're going to do what the Jewish state needs to do. Um, you need to give us funds. Europe the same. And now this is how they repay um, the UK, as you know, is 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 America's bitch and therefore Bibi's oh, bitch. We are. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but you, you do have really good um, podcasts that are pushing back against this, but you don't see them mm -hmm. um, better than, than we have. But this is how Israel, it occurred to me, sees Europe and America, just um, sources to be used. And now you yeah. take these refugees because, hey, these are going to be very angry people. You know, you know they're going to kill the Europeans. Um, <laughs> Yeah, right, and right, David. Yeah, and you can understand that. I don't actually have an issue with the Gazans' anger, but see, see, what yes, is my? You don't, you don't, you you didn't start this. You shouldn't have to bear the brunt no, of it. Our our lives will be at risk because of this. Yeah. Why? Why must this spill over from the Jewish state's actions be your responsibility and mine? Well, as you and you rightly wrote about this way back in the day, the same applies to Iraq, that those who were bombed to hell in Iraq, they ended up going to Germany, France, 
they, some of them engaged in terror, no doubt about it. Yes. Same with Syria. It's actually, in a way, it's continuity. This is why we both oppose war. War makes money for some wicked people, but by and large, it disfigures and it destroys, and it's really not something that we should ever support, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, I mean, I, I was unhappy about uh, this whole Israeli government notion. And here, can I ask you, Alana, Netanyahu himself, I mean, my conclusion is he's a bad guy. He's one of the bad ones. Um, and I, I don't think you would differ from that, do you? would you? I used to support Netanyahu. I liked him. Be, yeah. Being on the right and, and having been a Zionist, I now have seen, I have seen, you know, it, it occurred to me, maybe I was brought up with certain uh, precepts that I, I myself couldn't, I'm the most um, disobedient, I'm uniquely unsuited to obedience, <laughs> uh, most disobedient yeah. person ever that you'll meet, but, but I definitely was brought up conditioned to certain ideas and this, this is, if, if Gaza's not going to, you have a, a, a moral responsibility as a Jew, as a Christian, to bear witness. And anyone denying mass murder on a scale such as happening in Gaza is not a Christian, is not a Jew, um, is not a human being. I mean, in, in Hebrew, probably by now, even Ben Shapiro knows the word, but sell him. I don't know if he can he can, he can spell it. But if you're if you feel that you if you if you're born there's a concept in Hebrew if, if you're born in his image, you have to honor his creation. I mean, it's mm. yeah. And, and and all the pro anti-abortion people, well, those who live by the light of truth. Um, what about murdering small, tiny children and premies? Have you seen how premies? Died in incubators. That that is truth. Yeah. Um, see, see, the, the other thing that we've previously discussed is, and I've stuck with this one. And again, this is where we are aligned. There is no morality behind collective punishment. And and I and, and funny enough, I now look back to World War Two, and I look to the bombing of Dresden, for example, and I recoil from that. You know, there was a time I thought, well, we had to do that to save lives. I I, I don't think that anymore. Uh, I just I, I agree do you know, Alana? And so you're a libertarian. I think you're a you're a paleoconservative. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm definitely in the, on the, on along that axis. So so there can be no moral argument for from Christians or Jews or indeed anybody with anything in decency that can justify the the mass killing the the culling of Gazans. But but so 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 I I am I I do accept that, that 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 is wrong. But then the other side is I our, our friend Lawrence Fox, who's coming along uh, in, in in March to, to to do the live event. He watched I think it was fifty six minutes of footage of October seventh. He, he he seen that his response was he threw up. He went and was sick afterwards, yeah. having yeah. seen what he seen. So you can understand how people watch that and go. Right, let's take them out. David, you and I, you and I, we spoke about this. We we did a whole podcast about October seven. You know, I wore the the the, the blue and white. Um, you know, we were very emotional, and we spoke about it. And you were the one who brought up the issue of collective punishment. I just mm -hmm. said the phrase, but you preempted. You said. Whatever has happened, nothing can justify the mass murder of innocents. Mm -hmm. Because yep. however much you might dislike Gazans, you know, the Israeli government is calling them Amalekite, uh, you know, all mm. of them. And one of, 
you know, so much has this been mainstreamed. Some of their, um, you know, the commentators are saying that there was an Iranian commentator, quite a prominent bloke that I quote in this essay, saying it's not only Hamas that is the enemy. Every single woman bearing a child, children, old men, they all enemy. Be that as is may, you cannot you cannot eliminate an entire people. You can't mass kill like this. And you and I also, in the same podcast, we discussed options. Because another one of yeah. those illogics, and the, the, I, I, I think I exhaustively um, and hermetically seal all the logical arguments that people make for this operation is, oh well, it's a it's a known um, logical error to say what else could have could Israel have done? What possibly we did, we you and I we dealt don't. with this in the first yeah. and that people say this not knowing that they are just um, setting up a false dichotomy, a false um, bifurcation, so that the, the the person listening will believe that. Well, exactly. What else could Israel have done? But there are many options, and that is the 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 logic. I mean, I have a good quote here from Admiral um, James O. Ellis from the Hoover Institute. He said, "In classical logic, the false dichotomy or false dilemma is defined as an argument where only two choices are presented, yet more exist, or a spectrum of possible choices exists between two extremes." False dilemmas are usually characterized by either this or that, and they are meant to drive a certain narrative. You and I went over this. There were many ways for Israel to deal with it. We, in our first podcast, we dealt with a judicial, very powerful judicial way to... Um, yeah, go after Hamas. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, And of course, put why not have defended against Hamas, put, put the useless, lumbering, lazy IDF on the border and have um, the elite units, Golani and, and um, Matkal, Sayeret, uh, go in periodically and clean out those tunnels. Yes, there would be dead soldiers doing that. That's what soldiers do. That's what Bibi Netanyahu's brother, brave brother, did in 1976, I believe, um, mm. in Antebi, when, when, when Jewish and Israeli um, hostages were taken, taken by the P Arafat's PLO. They flew 2,500 miles to, Ant to Antebi in Uganda. They didn't bomb Uganda. A hundred men flew 2,500 yep. uh, kilometers. Yep. They landed. They killed only those who had to be killed, justifiably, and they brought back all the hostages Bibi Netanyahu's brother didn't come back. He led his men like like men like generals used to. Today, yeah. these generals are on Fox News, uh, swilling swilling uh, cocktails, and they're giving the the orders to chubby little men on um, artificial intelligence consoles who bomb from above. Right? Yeah. Bibi Netanyahu's yeah. brother led his men into into battle. There were other ways to deal with this. There were. I mean, it was terribly painful, and Israel was a. But what disturbs me is nobody in Israel. I mean, my, I, I won't go into my, my side, my family, but nobody yeah. in Israel seems to raise this issue, only the hostages. And what Bibi Netanyahu has done is made the hostages forgotten. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure if the hostages will be coming back, to be honest, Alana. Nobody, but the world is seemingly doesn't care when they see that every day 300 uh, men, women, and babies are, are killed. 
Yeah, yeah, no, no, but 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 is there a reason for that? Like some people will say, I mean, but there's there's a couple of thing points I want to put to you. First of all, would you say that at this point, Israel under Netanyahu is a terrorist state? Oh well, that's tough. You answer first. <laughs> well, no, I, Just I, I, you to ask me. I well, think I, I called it um, in in my essay. I called it. Uh, Today's Jewish Taliban is not the Israel I grew up in. Uh, yeah. Well, they are b b doing what the Taliban did, uh, blowing up ancient this and ancient that. And hmm. is, is know, I, I think that there is uh, there's a huge danger, and people say to me, "Quiet, we want Israel to survive." But this is this is a the death sentence for Israel because not only are you in, are you encouraging Hamas and acolytes and followers in perpetuity for generations to come but you're seriously endangering the jewish state i mean you you mentioned it when we first began discussing this is regional war yeah yeah we covered all this you know well then another question was how do you feel about the fact that south africa your one of your previous homeland has brought israel to the international yes court. i um, like that i like that yeah basically I like that yes yeah war crimes yeah so, so like yeah that. so the other thing is a lot a lot of really uh, you know and i have a in into the cannibals part uh, published yeah. in 2011 i have one of the few i don't think anyone has done this uh you know into the cannibals part anatomizes what we see today as the democratic, so-called democratic. It is democratic. It's by the will of the majority, as is Gaza by the will of the majority. Murder by majority um, vote is still murder. Mm -hmm. uh, South Africa's dispensation is democratic. Uh, most uh, black South Africans want an anti-white society. But there's yep. an extensive chapter about Israel going back and its relationships uh, to uh, the apartheid state, and of course, um, my my book is 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 quite pro the national apartheid, the national party um, mm -hmm. under apartheid. Not not uh, not for apartheid, obviously, but for other reasons that we won't go into uh, because mm -hmm. we're on a tangent. But I go into the pro Palestinian um, people should buy this book if only to read. ANC is very pro-Palestinian. ANC is pro. Uh, there were there were organizations like Cosato and Pagad that in those days were very very pro-Palestinian uh, and anti-Israel. Now it is quite pro pro uh, possible to be pro-Palestinian and anti-Israel, pro-Islam and anti-Jewish, and still bring a viable case against. Mm the mass murder in Gaza. So what the neoconservatives and the conservatives mm. have done is once again promote this logical fallacy. In other words, oh, they, they ad hominem South Africa. They level a, uh, a an attack on character. Oh, they're anti-Semites. They are uh, pro-Islam. Pro they couldn't have brought a, a decent case. Now, I'm not saying the case is genius. I think there's some yeah. problem problems with the definition of, eth of genocide. It's what we're yeah. seeing is ethnocide, definitely yeah. ethnocide, mass eviction, mass murder. But are you is is the is the point? Law can get very Talmudic and legalistic. Is the point here? Did they have another instrument? Is the 
is there an international convention against ethnocide? I don't think so. No. Um, so I, I think this is their only option. And are we discussing stopping mass murder? So what do you care what it's defined? Ethnocide, genocide? Um, so I think this, it's a good thing. And also, another thing, before, before I forget, um, a lot of Boers, you know, it's very it's unfortunate that there's my great friend, Daniel Root. You should have him on your program. A, a great patriot who helped me, a Boer who helped me with sources for Into the Cannibal Spot. And, and Steve Hoffmeyer, a great patriot, yep. a musician, you know, you've had him? He's great. I, I he's, up your, he's up your alley. He, he would be a, an amazing guest to your, your, your upcoming event. Um, but those those people are in touch with the history of the Boers and all that. But a new generation, much like Israel, has arisen in South Africa, and they follow America. They get all their opinions from Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens, and they don't look to the old commentators like myself. I'm I'm old South African, and Dan Dan Root and other patriots. They look at more modern neoconservative, and a lot of them have said to me, "Oh." bringing the neoconservative line of argument for Israel. So, oh, well, you wrote the book for the Boers and Into the Cannibal's Pot was yeah. pro-white. Pro yeah. Why, if they did exactly the same as Israel is doing, um, South Africa would have been better off. But these people don't understand the old South Africa. They are insulting the Boers. Mm. Nothing the Boers ever did ever compares to what Bibi Netanyahu in Israel, the Jewish Taliban, is doing in Gaza. Nothing. It's an insult to South Africa. They were positively civilized. Of course, there was massive injustice. For example, the Soweto uprising. There were not tens of thousands killed. There was an uprising. There was a small band of cops. They panicked. Um, mm -hmm. And there was, there was shooting. Hundreds were killed, not tens of thousands. It's an insult to the Africana history to compare them to the current Israel. Well, one of the other things, Alana, that we've seen since the last time you and I spoke on, on one of these programs is that um, in, in the light of the events happening in Gaza and, 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 and the, the, the mass killing and so on and so forth, um, cities like not just London, but London and lots of other British cities have seen massive, massive pro Palestine pro uh, Gaza rallies, mm -hmm. and I don't think I've ever seen the place as polarized. And the Jewish population in places like London, pretty much having to go undercover because we're seeing like hundreds of thousands of these marchers on a weekly basis, virtually. And and I'm thinking to myself, I mean, how is this good for is how is this good for Jewish exactly. people? You know, it's like a massive, massive own goal. And yet, there it is. And what's causing it is still happening. As you and I record this, I'm sure it's still happening. And, and therefore, I wonder, why is the Israeli, is the Israeli, the, the Israeli government has to know, like, you're really polarizing, you're really, maybe they want that. What do you think? I don't know. Maybe it has to do, but you make a really good point. It's a bullseye on every Jew's back. It really is, this offensive in Gaza. And, you know, you and I have always been disturbed by dis by Islamic terrorists in our midst to do with immigration. That's one thing. 
Yeah. But you know something? I agreed with the Quad who came out in Congress and demurely said that Palestinians are human beings too and they were sanctioned and censured by Chuck Schumer and the Democratic cabal and the Republican cabal and they were silenced. Yeah. I agree with them. And if I didn't agree with them, I would support their right to voice care for the Palestinians. I mean, I've never... The whole thing, this is not anti-Semitism, though. In my opinion, this is horror at what Israel is doing, these 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 um, these demonstrations. So mm -hmm. the, what Israel's doing and what the commentariat is doing, um, Democrat, re Republican, and, and in, in the UK again, is shouting anti-Semitism and shouting uh, blood libel. Basically, any criticism, and I've been told, don't send us these comments by my uh, sources, my conservative sources. Mm. Any criticism of Israel now is being labeled anti-Semitism. I don't believe demonstrating against the mass murders in Gaza is anti-Semitism. But, but you're, but might be, they might be anti-Semites. They might be driven to anti-Semites. They might have been anti-Semites. Um, they might be anti-Semites, but the cause of wanting to stop this, it's too mm. late, David. You, you know, Gaza is irreparable, irreparable, and it cannot be restored. The lives mm. cannot be restored. The, oh, no. the infrastructure cannot be. the. So it is ethnocide. When you destroy a community, you've ethnically cleansed it. In in yeah. I don't know you've killed two percent of the population. Okay, I don't know if that's genocide. I don't much care about these legalistic mm. Talmudic things, but I think that demonstration is the right thing. And I wonder, David, you remember after um, nine eleven, all the Jews, the rabbis, were out holding hands with the Muslim imams, yeah. marched yeah. and saying Islam is not is not hateful. Islam is peace. This is just a faction. Where are all these rabbis? Yeah, mm. where are they? Tell me. You tell me. Yeah, well, well, well Jews yeah. demonstrating Jews for peace, the, Jew, the, the Jewish left. Where is it? Well, there, there are a small number of Jewish voices that have dared uh, speak up. You're, you're one of the most probably prominent and most noteworthy of them, well, Alana. Uh, you, you know, because you have been forthright and consistent, which one of your strengths, uh, I try to be similar. I, I, I might be wrong, but I'm consistently wrong if that's the case. <laughs> but, but, you know, the, 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 worry, the worrisome situation is that I don't think things can go, can go back to, because th this is a fundamental change that we're seeing. The other thing about this is, and we said this in our very first show uh, we did on this topic, it's absolutely wiped Ukraine off the map. No, everyone's forgotten about Zelensky in Russia. It's not a big deal anymore. So it, it it seems to fulfill a lot of what I would call, and I've increasingly taken to calling NATO the axis of evil. I've got to tell you, because they are. I'm absolutely right in that. And it's fulfilling a lot of their agendas. It's bring, It's playing into... It, it, it's, it's just, it really disturbs me. And yet, now just to put my cards on the table... I have I, I oppose all terrorists. I really do. And I and I consider Hamas to be absolutely terrorist. Some people have turned around to me and said, Well, you're a hypocrite, David, because Israel are terrorists as well. So do you oppose them? And it's tricky. It, it is tricky. Uh, but 
I think I think whether you whether you are murdering mass murdering, uh, whether it's the, within the state, without the state, the individual yeah, or wrong. the collective, you are a terrorist by your definition, by your actions. You know, uh, reality is the is is the is the the best litmus test for truth, right? What you do. What you do is what you are. What you do is what you are. If Israel is committing these mass murders in Gaza, which it is, this, believe yeah. your lying eyes, it yeah. is terroristic, and so is Hamas. You and I will admit Hamas, of course, is a, is terroristic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And, and what they did on October the seventh was absolutely beyond the pale and depraved. And the people who did that and planned it, as we talked about previously, deserve yes. retribution. But it's one thing to say that, and it's another thing to do a Dresden, basically, on the whole of Gaza, which is kind of where we are. And what do you think the implication would be? Is Alana for, for example, the West Bank? for that side of things, the Palestinians there, because they can see what's happened Gaza direction. Is that going to make things better or worse there? I, I think we haven't. I, I have to think about the worst. I think there's a lot happening there as well. A lot of, um, you know, the in, in this essay, I, I, I say that the concentration, the most Americanized, and that's a thing, you know, the most Americanized, the most... Um, Population, the, the settle, settlers are, the, are those people with the most pull, with the most funding, mm. and the yes. most political pull. And they are very well defended. They are very well armed. Um, they have taken to autonomously evicting Palestinians and so on and so yes. forth. Um, so the West Bank is heavily defended by it. By, and that's the thing. Well, that's what I want to ask you. And I bring this up in the essay. When you see the October 7 victims, you get the feeling, when I talk about the old Israel in which I was raised, you get very much the feeling of that old Israel. Uh, lovers, not haters, peaceniks, were, older yeah. people, yeah. And, poor, and not rich, poor. Have you seen the homes that were destroyed? Yeah, we talked about that. Poor yeah. people. Yeah. And those people, the West Bank is very, um, very well defended, very well sponsored. Um, stateside as well in, in the U.S., those people, the state of Israel, the Jewish state, took nine hours to get there. And I quote extremely well-spoken um, woman who was, uh, Porat, I think her name was, who was taken, who was, who was a victim of October 7. In beautiful Hebrew, she says, um, yes, outside, our army killed when she left the house that was under bombardment. She said we were blown up by by IDF. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the people yeah. who were who were lying on the lawn were terrorists, and our own people blown up by IDF. This is not a precise military. This is no. a very crude operation. Mm, I, so I, I'm, I'm asking you, what do you think about that, Poppy? Is it possible? I just floated the idea that that. Nine hours to get to these people. When you arrive there, you you unleash with helicopter hellfire. Um, do you think yeah. these people mattered to the Jewish state, the 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 people on the south, as much as the West Bank? Well, you see, it's interesting because, and again, you and I were to the fore and said talking about this at the time. I'm massively suspicious about that gap in time. I cannot believe that it it it. Not it was organic. It's almost like it was 
a small price to pay, allowing those people to be sacrificed to the barbarians in Hamas so that Israel and Netanyahu could come in and, and basically flatten Gaza. It, it, it almost feels like that to me. I don't understand how, I mean, I know you've, and, and you said this, Alana, like the IDF of 2024 is not what it was 20 years ago or longer even, um, you know. Um, uh, and neither is America, for example. But exactly, our armies as well as our armies are the same. Yeah, 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 the same with us as well. But yeah. I can't believe that with all the intelligence and all this, the technology and stuff that, that that could have been a, a complete surprise, and that the they delay. Had the intelligence. They had the intelligence. They admitted they with impunity. With impunity, yep. they admit they had the intelligence. There were two young women writing yep. reports, writing reports, and they were d d discarded, absolutely discarded. Yeah. Um, I I tend to believe if you show, I I accept what you're saying, and the horror in Gaza is such that I I'm. I can believe what you're saying. You make a valid point. I tend to believe you show me you're stupid and evil. I believe you. <laughs> I don't think you're putting on an act. You know? Well, who are you going to believe? You're lying eyes. If, you're, <laughs> if you are that, you know, if, if you're as evil as that, then I, I'm, kind, I'm kind of believing it. But it does put Israel in, in, in a particular state. And here's another thing I wanted to put to you. Like a lot, like, You've stepped out of out of sight of the Overton window, and you've been very. And everyone should read Alana's essay on this. It's very profound and and and, and from the heart. Um, but, but it covers everything. It covers all the. Yeah. Lift anything out, right? Yeah, no, exactly. No, no. It's very comprehensive, and people should. Just, let's just bring it back up again very quickly. But here's the point in this one, Alana. We're able to put this out on Rumble and and get away with it, right? But the truth of the matter is. In a lot of other areas, um, the, these kind of cri criticisms, critiques of Israel, you're going to be slapped down because, and, and some people say to me, is, does this not demonstrate that one of the great tropes about the Jewish uh, sort of diaspora is that, well, it controls it controls maybe Twitter. Elon Musk, I mean, he was recently, um, you know. Yes, he was brought to a tour. You know what? And it was so insensitive. Oh. Excellent point, David. He was summoned to Israel yeah. and taken by Bibi Netanyahu himself because, what, Elon Musk is one of the wealthiest men, one of oh, oh, yeah. of a few billion, you know, the billionaires, yeah. uh, trillionaire, I don't know. He was summoned to go through the the wreckage of of October seven, and I saw on on Twitter a um, young man whose home they were going through, not with his permission. It was a propagandized um, event, yeah. and you yeah. brought this up in our first video, staging in a theater. The, the, this whole thing it was so propagandized. Yeah. It was very 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 uh, yes. You ask about Jewish influence. What do you think? I think it's real. I think it's a it's a, it's certainly a factor. It's a factor, and it it does surprise me. I mean, for example, Britain, the UK has also been involved in this, and 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 that appalls me. See, my view is, and this is I don't know if we'll dis we we will disagree in this or not. I think we probably agree. Britain should be completely out of there. And maybe historically we cause problems, but whatever. We shouldn't be involved. It's not our concern. I don't think the U.S. should be involved, but it is. 
And so, I I mean, you said this to me, Alana. I remember the things you said to me, believe it or not. I mean, I think it's for the powers in that area to deal with things in whichever yeah. way. I love and regionalism, exactly. Yeah, regionalism, yeah. But but I don't think the, the, the UK or US in particular, those two nations, should be involved. And I don't think it's helpful. And it, it appalls me that our foreign secretary, Lord Cameron, has been out there and playing the game, the euphemistic games and stuff. With are we prolonging it? We prolong by, by yes, subsidizing by subsidizing murder. Yeah. We're prolonging it, and and we're tainting ourselves, bringing upon ourselves, as you said, not only these refugees, but also their fury because they're going to erupt in generations to come, and oh, innocent people are gonna gonna suffer. I mean, can, can I ask you as well, Alana, another quick question? Like, we've also seen uh, in an extension to the Israel-Gaza situation, we've seen in Yemen, we've seen the Houthis now, uh, Houthis getting themselves um, the whole problem there. The on We know about the ongoing bombing by the Saudis and the, the US, essentially, uh, off there. And the UK and the US are down there now bombing the hell out of them. So it's more war. I kind of think all of this is explained by the war machine is always hungry. It makes money yeah. from it. Yeah. It does and Atlanta, Have you, know. have you yeah. seen one general who opposes war and, and, and opposes Israel? No, no. There used to be a general. I mean, I see people, people... People don't understand. I'm an old warrior on this, having having boiled over Bush. Um, as soon as yeah. there's a war and we're involved, I switch to the left. I don't watch Fox military entertainment. Yeah. I don't watch uh, the war porn because you'll get nothing there. I switch to the left. At least you'll see amazing journalists like um, uh, Richard Engel and Cl Clarissa Ward, heroes, absolute, absolute excellent journalism from MSNBC, CNN. People don't understand how impartial I am. I don't have allegiances. Only as much as I can formulate truth based on natural law, Ten Commandments, yeah. um, just war theory, uh, deductive reason, that, that's thing. By all those accounts, by the, by, the, by the Sixth Commandment, it's not opinion. These things are not opinion. These are well, immutable truths. Yeah. Yeah, uh, thou shalt not murder is not opinion. It's not my, that's why I say this essay is not opinion. I no, think it's truth. It's truth. Okay, another question for uh, this. We're going to go to the 60 minutes in this one, right? Because there's so much to cover. To I, I, I have to ask you also about what you think about. You said you believe there is uh, inordinate uh, Jewish power. Yeah, I do. I, I, do. I, I, I cry, you know, I literally are brought to tears. Even at the thought of these things, you know, it's really emotional. Sorry, mm. you've never no. seen me do that, right? Um, no. Because this is this is like it's been my my childhood, you know. That yeah. I, that yeah. I, that I, that I, um, totally. Yeah. No. No. It's understandable. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but, it's it's but, a terrible but, thing when I see, you know, it's just horrible. What do you think about this uh, Hannibal? Oh God, I me crying. That's horrible. Hannibal, <laughs> okay. Hannibal. This Hannibal doctrine. What, what do you think about that? Do you it's, know that? No, tell me the Hannibal. The, the, oh, the doctrine. Hannibal doctrine uh, has been brought up by at least when, when it's been brought up up a lot on the. It, it is it is a doctrine, and I think um, that the Israeli military had that rather than let any. Um, hostages go 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 into captivity. 
you you kill your own that it, in some uh, in some mm -hmm. circumstances you kill your own you kill your own and um yeah. people brought there was one there were many commentators like scott ritter yeah who's, who's a very reliable um very, he's very passionate and i think he he went overboard maybe with eroticizing hamas but i relied on his on his yeah. um in yeah. bush i mean he was he was a, a mm. weapons inspector uh, he, he's a very passionate but he spoke about this doctrine and also mowing the lawn mowing the these these words that exist in in idf documentation and military occasionally you go in there and you we have a, a um, expression in Hebrew, kasach. You literally—that's an Arabic. You literally mow the lawn to keep people in check. And Hannibal was—is—is a—is a—you—you kill your own sometimes when you have to. And when I see Gaza, it's suddenly—I would never have entertained that. But I think I'm as much as you are entertaining in ordinary um, Jewish power. Yeah. I'm even thinking about uh, this doctrine because there was a helicopter a pilot an israeli pilot that was on being interviewed on democracy now i think it was or some other quite reputable mm -hmm. outlet and he said what you saw in october 7 after the terrorist um infiltrated was mass he put it this way mass hannibal in other words the idf yeah. didn't go in there and pick out the the terrorists they've they see that, 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 I don't know. I want to. I want to hear no because no. I'm really you, about this. you see, I could have sort of supported and 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 would support tactical, very sort of targeted uh, activity, but that's not what we saw. I mean, I we've all seen video footage of of just just mass detonation of of Gaza City and whole neighborhoods leveled. We've seen that. So they did level. They did cut the grass. I mean, they absolutely have done that. And uh, and also, Alana, I mean, do you bomb an ideology? You see, it's trouble. It's, this is problematical. Here, here's a question. I another question for you, and see if you can address this one. Ultimately, if you have a neighbor, if you if your neighbor says, Alana, we want we want to kill you, right? I'm just telling you, Alana, yeah. we, we really despise you, and we want to kill you. Is it is is it wrong that you take action against them? What is it? Because that's that that's a moral issue for me. That one because yeah. that's where I am sympathetic to Israel on the one hand. Because if you're yeah. going to kill me, then honestly, Alana, I might want to take action to stop you because I'm not going to have you kill my family. You know, do do, no. do you want to kill responsible people? And of course, uh, Hamas. We are told again and again in bed in the civilian population and that's why of course it's a challenge but it's mm -hmm. a challenge of uh, conscience as well um ultimately mm -hmm. the offender he who offends against innocence is responsible for his deeds and not a third party mm -hmm. so israel's been saying hamas made me do it um hamas ate my homework hamas <laughs> ate my conscience yeah yeah Hamas is terrible yes the the, the the um, Palestinian people have also supported Hamas, have, have voted right. for right. Hamas. I mean, but if can you go but, and, and the, the rationale behind uh, Bibi's actions and, and the various policy yeah. papers is yes, you have to kill everybody, you have to kill yeah, well, 
and, and yep. the commentators, the, the pregnant woman is your enemy. The, heavens forbid. I mean, the babies in incubators, the old men, they're all your enemies. You have to kill them. That's what they've done. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I, I, don't, I don't think I, I, I can't endorse that. No. No. It, if you know, if, look, if you know in advance, I mean, that's, there were so many things to do against this. Why have you cultivated? Israel's a developed country like the United States, but we can afford to be, we can't afford to be complacent either. But Israel cannot afford to have a military that behaves as if um, it is an affluent first world country. It has to be, a, have a very, um, you know, very prepared and, 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 and um, defensive military. They didn't defend at all. Everything was porous. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't get to Tel Aviv or to Jerusalem or what have yeah. you. They infiltrated at least 70, 70 well, um, locales. So yeah. if you, if Hamas is, as we discussed this on our first uh, podcast, mm. if Hamas is as dangerous as you claim and they are, mm. listen to your intelligence, put your half a million lumbering army on, mm -hmm. on the border. I agree. Yeah, ahead of the the people, not behind them, not hiding behind women and and, and old men and, and and babies. Put them there. Train your your special ops to do incursions. Yeah. You find out that there's a Hamas next somewhere. You go building by building, and you 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 take losses. You have to in that environment. No, we're just going to bomb everything because we don't want to have Israeli soldiers die. By the way, David, I did a column comparing just to, to drive over the point that you're grilling me on this <clears throat> i said to myself i want to know i have the same questions about that you have gaza is such an extraordinary <laughs> um yeah. densely populated place yeah it is yeah i wanted to take i wanted to see if our special ops our marines the american marines behaved the same way in another densely populated battle the second mm -hmm. battle for fallujah I took the numbers. I did the math. It was fun. Not the, not the, the, the and, and we will we'll, we'll give people the, the link. They can see the math I did. At this, at that stage, Gaza, the, the death toll in Gaza was 15,000. I came up with a, um, a comparison, the same. It was building yeah. to building, house to house. The Marines fought. They took immense casualties. Yeah. Same sort of density. Uh, Fallujah before the second battle was about 400,000 people. Yeah. The, Marine, the Marines killed 700 people. If mm -hmm. Israel had done that, it would be many folds that. If Israel yeah. had fought in <clears throat> yeah. and if, likewise, if our Marines had fought in, in Gaza and they yeah. would have been as heroic as they were, go building to build, building precision, it would have cut the casualties by like a fifth. <laughs> I do the math. <coughs> Excuse me, Alana. This, this is don't worry. So this is not a <coughs> precision precision military. No, it's not. It's not. It's um, it's an inordinately. It's a massive story. And Alana, you know, we've we've uh, in some ways we've only scratched the surface of it. Although our, in our previous podcast together, we've also covered this in in, in huge detail. And um. As I say, although I, I I am broadly aligned with your with with your thinking, I, I do in my heart want to support Israel, but Netanyahu makes that remarkably difficult for me. And and, and at another level, as I said earlier, I, I'm um, I don't want to be involved. 
I don't want the UK involved. Exactly. I, I don't want that. I, I want Israel. If Israel wants to take on all those regional powers, <clears throat> sort it out on your own, ourselves alone, do it that way if you want, or, or maybe find ways to live alongside people. But I mean, yeah, it's it's a very very tricky one. Is the it, UK I, sending sending um, assistance to Israel? Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, yeah. Financial and probably because again, it's the warm look, Alana, the war machine. You've written about it for a long time, as long as I've known it. The the war machine feeds off this kind of stuff. It loves it. I mean, I think if they could get a war with Iran, they'd be really, really happy. Oh, they're, they're aiming for that. They want that, yeah. Which, which I think, if they, if they can't get the war with Mo well, they got a war with Moscow, and they'd love a war with Iran, and that's because fortunes will be made. And yes. I only, I only hope that, for example, if you get a change in your president in November, I would hope that Trump does something different. But what do you he... think? Yeah. Well, what do you think? He, I think he's angry. I think he he doesn't like being bossed around by anybody. Bibi mm. Netanyahu or oh, definitely not. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I think you were right, David, all along to. Because I could sort of, uh, you know, liked Kennedy and then I liked DeSantis, but look at them. They are Israel first. Oh, they are. Right? Yep. Yep. Trump's you were right about Trump. He's the last, the last hope. Will he stop? Will he, he, he hasn't said anything about Israel because he can't. He, this, this would imperil okay. him with the Fox war porn conditioned uh, ditto hits. That would imperil him. These well, people yeah. live for the heaving bosoms going on about IDF hot women and IDF Krav Maga and IDF this and yeah um, yeah it's yeah. it, it, it's what I call Nikki Haley syndrome a, a, a desire for endless war but I mean she's going to be like a witch no imagine looking at her for the next four years well happily that will not happen so let's not worry about that as I say I would hope that if if Trump can get in and he's our best chance of of perhaps pulling back because I worry if we keep going in the direction we're in, war with Iran could be the next thing. And ultimately, actually, you know, irony of irony, Israel could be wiped off the map too. That's actually, you know, it could be. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, 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 I think there's dark forces at all at many levels, spiritual as well as physical, militarily, political, all of that there. And um, it's not good. But the best we can ever do, Alana, is, as you've done so eloquently, um, be truthful and in your essay, detail everything out. I, I would commend it to everybody. Read it and see if you, you know, if you can find, take issue. I've read it, Alana. I don't really take very much issue with it. Although, you know, as I say, I, 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 I've been called a Zionist shill. I mean, just you because. Have, I'm, you do. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Zionist. Apparently, I'm, 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 I'm in the. I'm, um, you know, Israel's paying me money apparently, which is a surprise to my bank manager because he hasn't seen it. <laughs> and I've not seen it just to show for Israel, but I haven't. I have been relentlessly. Yeah, and I've been banned again by, by well, at least my Israel stuff is so, uh, you know, my syndication went in 2002 because yeah. of Bush, oh. Bush, and now yeah. BBM. I, I really have the confidence that I'm an old lady. I, I, I could still I could publish these columns, but no. As no. you said, there's something yeah. about is it the Jewish influence the, that you cannot speak ill of Israel in conservative quarters? You cannot, and I think that this is what Trump's up against. 
do you, do you think that's what he's I mean, up against? I, I think actually, actually, on on Twitter, there's a very interesting thought experiment happening as we record this, and there's a guy called Dom Looker. Dom L U C R E. Dom Looker. He's got like a million followers or whatever, and what Dom kind of twigged very very recently was. Um, if you're critical of the Israeli state or, or or the whole sort of the Jewish thing, then you have troubles on Twitter. So what he did was, and you can check it out on his feed, he inverted the words. He substituted Muslim, the word Muslim, for Jewish and seen what happened there. And everything was okay. So isn't it weird? So he, so he made some of so the... So he's being shadow banned. Yes. My, my, I'm totally yeah. throttled, and, and no, that's I, why I say it is a joke to say that, um, uh, you know, uh, what's his name, the, Twitter, the ex guy, Elon uh, um, uh, Musk, Elon is, Musk. Yeah. Is, has opened things because I can't get anywhere on Twitter. It's no. just. No, I've been I've been crushed on it for about the past month or so. And I think. Criticizing Israel. Yeah, thou shalt not criticize Israel. But if, but the thing about you and the thing about me is we, we have to talk and say the the thing that we believe to be morally right. And that's a hard truth. How, how do you live with yourself? How? Yeah, I'm not prepared to shill for anybody. Nobody tells no. me what to say. Or think. And that's Lana, why you're my best friend. That's why you're oh, do you know, Lana, we, we stand together. Friend. Yeah, this one. And uh, and the good thing about this podcast, when it goes... I but you're kind, David. You're a kind human being. I think kindness. Because this is not about us or us being brave. This is about these people no. that are dying. No, I don't want to see anybody dying. Well, we say this from day one. We didn't. I didn't want to see anyone. I mean, their meager belongings, the, these little donkeys, carting them where? Oh, that Where? was really sad. Nowhere to go to yeah. the south. It's just tragic. I read the bit about the donkeys. That was bloody sad. Don't, don't, don't yeah, me. yeah, that, 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 was a, that was the cry out loud moment. I mean, <laughs> you know, we, we look, we, we opposed all the slaughter that was going to happen in Ukraine back at the end of, I think it was February 2022. And what have we had since then? 500, 600,000 deaths of Ukrainians, let alone Russians. All wrong. And, and By the actually, way, I also looked at a number. Next time we meet, I will give you the number yeah. of uh, Russia's uh, killing in Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it oh, is, it, it's a fraction of what Israel's doing. Isn't that interesting? A mm. fraction. I think it's uh, in the order of, I don't know if it's like over two, 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 two years, is it three years? Yeah, two years. Yes. I, I don't want to quote numbers, but it's just about where Gaza is after three months. Because I Russia, will check my numbers. Gaza, Russia, like America, it's not the same like Israel. They are the butchers, the butchers of Gaza. Yeah, Russia didn't want to wipe Ukraine off the face of the earth. That's your fundamental difference. And I think it, about 20 or 20 something yeah. thousand civilians have, have, have died. I'll check my figures for next time, but I looked at that as well to get, get a, a measure of Russia's um, toll on the, on the Ukrainian yeah. population. Yeah. It's yeah. nothing like Gaza. The same as the, the US in Fallujah, nothing, nothing like it. Yeah. 
No, no, no. It, it is horrific. And we've borne testimony to it. You, most notably, Alana, given your background, have borne testimony to truth. And for that, I commend you. We're going to have to bring this one to an end. It's gone way past our allocated time. Okay, one more question for you, David. Yeah. Do you agree that COVID and Gaza are the main stories of the decade? Yeah. COVID and Gaza. Yeah, yeah. Ukraine is a is a, is a diversion that uh, we, we I, I'm not concerned about at all. I, I'm worried about health tyranny. Actually, again, same thing. I don't like health tyranny, and I don't want to see tyranny against human beings as well. You know, whether it's at the end of a vaccine or whether it's at the end of a ballistic missile detonating into neighborhoods. I don't want to see that. You know, so but COVID, as you cover so well in all your podcasts of late with with Naomi Wolf, COVID mm. destroyed speech, destroyed movement, destroyed, shuttered our properties, uh, prohibited our freedom of movement. Um, well, actually, killed, yeah, yeah. Well, just on that one again, some people have said to me, "Isn't it interesting that you know when when they hear the defenders of Israel telling you know Netanyahu, what a what a great guy he is." This is the same Netanyahu who locked down Israel, who yes. forced people to take five <laughs> to six jobs. The Israeli population is one of the most heavily jobbed in the world. It's level of yes. So actually, in a way, butchered <laughs> his own people. And you re you read my mind in my new book. There is a there's obviously mention of Gaza, but I call him from COVID Capo. K-A-P-O, Capo yeah. is of Capo, the concentration yeah. camps. Yeah. The, the Capos were the Jews who actually supervised concentration camps to mm. butcher of to killer in Gaza. Capo, yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. such a good point, David. He 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 was ruthless about COVID rigs. Yeah, yeah, and we shouldn't forget. So there was a real sign. Everyone should have picked up on that. And I remember I did real against Israel uh, then because this is monstrous. Uh, why, you know, why is this being imposed on the, the the people of Israel? So in a way, maybe that was the imperative. And now we're in the main course, which is essentially the cannibalization of Gaza. And it, it it's not going to be good. But as I say, Alana, what we can do is what we do do, and that is put out our, our, our honest opinions and people are welcome to agree with us or differ, but whatever they want. David, but, uh, thank, you. thank you for oh, thank letting you. me work through this. Really appreciate it. No, appreciate that. And thanks, Alana. And thanks, everyone, for listening to us on Hard Truth. Do make sure you subscribe to the yes. platform as well. And uh, we will be back, I'm sure, in the not-too-distant future. But from Alana and myself for tonight, good night.